in there. It's weird and pissed off, whatever it is. She just goes a little mad sometimes. We all go a little mad sometimes. Game over, man. Game over. What an excellent day for an exorcism. You are invited to an open house where horror will be your host. Don't fall asleep. They say when you start a podcast, you're supposed to try and find a niche. Mm. And it's fair to say there's a lot of people doing contemporary horror, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. which is fine. We love it and we mm. love their podcasts. Mm. It's been interesting because I've actually, it's like that whole Sun Tzu thing. If you stand by the river long enough, mm-hmm. your enemies will float by. Because the two <laughs> niches I never thought we could combine yes. are finally converging into one beautiful bottleneck. Oh, Like the Suez Canal being blocked by a giant container ship. Oh, what, as, as what my, has come together? Well, my two favourite things in the world, horror and politics. <gasps> <laughs> because in Australian politics this week, mm-hmm. it, it, I've never seen worse stuff unfolding in the news. Mm. Newsreaders are increasing. I'm pretty sure you're seeing tyres being loosened every mm. night, news presenters' hair getting messier. Imagine mm. having to deliver the headline last night on ABC News I believe it was Channel 10, actually, so Mm -hmm. credit to Channel 10 where it's due, Mm -hmm. that a senior staffer of the government had been exposed as filming himself masturbating on the desk of a female member of parliament and then distributing that video to his male colleagues. Uh, I'm sorry, you said what now? (laughs) In the midst of, I mean, for those, we do have quite a few overseas listeners too, by the way, and... um, it's probably fair to understand that Australian news probably doesn't rate very highly over in America and uh, the UK. But can we can we just get back to because I yeah. thought you said yes that in the Australian Parliament, yes. okay, the most the the highest seat of power yes. in our country, yes, a gentleman. Well, the gentleman's probably a stretch. A gentleman was having a stretch. <laughs> On a female member of parliament. So I guess you, what would the American equivalent be? Like a senator? A congressperson. A congress, congressperson. Okay, congressperson. Yeah. So Jimmy Wackard, okay, yes. he... Had an Uncle Doug. Assaulted her Capitol building. Yes. <laughs> and then distributed that... Yes. ...to male colleagues to male colleagues within the liberal party and the liberal party in australia is actually the conservative party Mm -hmm. because everything's backwards here our toilets run the wrong way to the northern hemisphere and liberals are actually conservatives in australia okay for a start yeah that's sexist (laughs) what makes him think that like the female staffers wouldn't want to watch that (laughs) sexist that's a problem with the liberal government it is just it's so sexist have you ever seen a conservative man and thought i want to see his dick no. Exactly. No. I'm pretty sure conservative people no. reproduce asexually. That's why it always makes me laugh because it's always the conservative, like, the these ones and, yeah, the Bible-bashing ones who are all like, oh, it's all the woman's fault. A woman does not have any desire for sexuality. She does not want sex. I've never been with a woman who wanted sex. And you're like, I know a lot of women, yeah. okay? We are Horny for the dick or the clunge 24-7, okay? The only women I don't know who are not hungry for the love Mm. are the ones that have been with them. So it's not that women aren't hungry for it. They're just not hungry for it with them. No, exactly. (laughs) But continue your story. Yeah, you you can go to an all-you-can-eat buffet. If it's cheap, you're going to lose your appetite, (laughs) essentially. But this this is in the midst of the worst crisis in, I'd say, 25 years in Australian politics, Mm -hmm. you have multiple allegations that are unfolding here in Australia. Mm -hmm. Our Attorney General, which is the same position as in the UK and the United States, Mm -hmm. uh, and these are accusations that he has vehemently denied and is defending through defamation action, Mm -hmm. has been accused of a historical rape against a woman who is now dead Mm -hmm. uh, in the 1980s. Backed that up with two years ago, just before our last federal election, a female staffer, once again within the Conservative Party, is now pursuing police charges that she was raped in Parliament House. Mm. We've got several ministers now making incredibly strange statements about these things and pretend. Yeah, I don't think I'm going too far in saying that it now looks like there is an immense cover-up at the national level. And to top it all off, these guys are filming themselves having a wank. 
<sighs> in, and it's, it's trending, of course, in Australia as Wankgate. <laughs> God, I love Australia. Yeah. What was the desk wearing? Well, if it's going to be alone in that office late at night, it deserved it. Yeah, it was mate. asking for it. Was it very clear when it said no? Did it audibly say no? <laughs> Did it have the consent app? Which was another thing that was proposed in Australia this week, which was the highest law officer in New South Wales suggested that maybe people should have a consent app on their phone so just before they get down and jiggy with it, they sign a contract. Yeah. Uh, okay. Again, it, this is this is it, it, this is not something I put down my five dollars because I want a burger and then you get your burger. Sex is an unfolding thing. Yeah. You can change your mind at any moment. Oh yeah. You don't know what's happening. You don't know when you get down to it. Do you exactly. know what I mean? It's like getting a ticket to Suicide Squad. You're down for it. You get into the cinema. You're relaxed. You're into it. Oh, God, Jared Leto's here. You're fucking out. Exactly. You get to change your mind. Yeah, just be like, no, I'm not. I'm not signed up for this. No, no. I, I, liked, I liked the suggestion and it seemed good on the box. <laughs> but now that we've opened it up and I've seen it's full of used condoms and whatever other weird shit Jared Leto threw into that film, <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, just the, oh, my God, I gave consent. Okay, yeah, you know, for most of us, it's not like a 10-second thing. You can't sign it and be like, okay, 10 seconds, done. Okay, <laughs> most of us need longer than that. Yeah. And, yeah. <sighs> yeah. But there you go. That's Australian politics for you. We're, you know what? We're a shit human race. Like, what hope could there possibly be for the human race? What will be our legacy for the next generation? Well, Australian filth is now spreading from the desks of Parliament House in Canberra to the moon. What? <laughs> Absolutely. This is fucking weird, man. I, I swear I quit journalism at the wrong time. I should the have stayed. Moon. The fucking moon. I'll read this. What has Elon Musk done now? Oh, Elon Musk, apart from giving his child the name, which is clearly his password <laughs> you gotta reset your kid's name every six weeks because i forgot it fuck password 001 <laughs> this is from the australian broadcasting corporation which is our the equivalent of uh, the bbc in the uk mm -hmm. very large once well-funded news organization imogen nick's erotic romance novels on love sex and aliens to make moon debut I'm sorry. Yeah, so they didn't just fake the moon landing. Now they can fake orgasms on the moon. <laughs> <laughs> this is the story. A time capsule of human creativity, and that is a fucking stretch, <laughs> is being sent to the moon for future generations. And steamy stories of sex and aliens from Queensland. That's not a stretch. <laughs> Author Imogen Nix will be among the 21st century novels making their lunar debut. So this woman who self-publishes erotic literature, uh, and literature's a stretch, is now part of a time capsule basically being shot at the moon like intergalactic junk mail <laughs> to one day be discovered by who? Oh. This, is, this is the solar equivalent of finding pornography in a park. <laughs> Some alien's out for a walk one day and sees a crumpled plastic bag. Like, oh. What's what in there? Oh, it's Hustler magazine. Oh, my God. Can you imagine how different? Because, of course, you know, uh, I grew up with, with Stargate and, of course, uh, the uh, uh, Star Trek. There's the novel where they come back to uh, they come back to Earth. First contact to stop the Borg. Yes, and it shows the first contact um, between the human race and the Vulcans. Can you imagine how different this movie would have been if the Vulcans had come via the Moon? Okay, <laughs> how do you feel when you're like, oh, we have contact with another alien race. Oh, they've left a message. They want to do what to? <laughs> I, I guess it's good to let them know that we're a, especially if you know they land and they say take us to your leaders and you get taken to the australian lead parliament house yeah. at the moment you mm. need to be warned yeah they're trying to reproduce with a desk let's speak to the desk oh my oh my god oh my god you know what the tagline is what's that oh my god i already when they make it into the into the porn version because there will be the porn version <laughs> will be. okay it'll just be the alien like the the person going, we come in peace. And the alien oh. will be like, we come inside you. Oh, raw dog by a fucking ET. <laughs> <laughs> that glowing finger. Oh my god! Now you know why the xenomorph has got that second little extra <laughs> mouth that just pops out at the right moment. <laughs> just gives it a little, gives it a little tickle. <laughs> 
I do think those teeth are rubber. <laughs> have to be very gentle and a just, very trusting relationship. Yeah, it's very open. Yeah, you got to yeah. be clear about what your safe word is. <laughs> Wayland Jutani. Wayland Jutani. <laughs> Hard to say with a ball gag in your mouth. Oh my god. Oh, you know, you know what's easy to say even with a ball gag in your mouth? No, what's that? <laughs> Governant was shit. Governant was shit. <laughs> Fuck you, Prometheus. Oh, imagine actually being responsible for starting that franchise and, and then, then making a worse film than Resurrection. Oh, oh my god. Yeah, it's kind of it's kind of impressive. It is impressive. Look, I just I don't understand. It's like. It, you've you've fucking painted the Mona Lisa. Yeah. Why are you picking up a bloody paint by numbers piece of shit at like the supermarket yeah. on the way home? Why are you doing? It's Just- like Banksy shredding his artworks. It's like, what are you fucking trying to achieve, <laughs> dickhead? That's ah. not subversive. Yeah, just friggin' just, oh my God. No, just fucking, just Ridley Scott, if you're listening, just please stop. <laughs> please stop. Anything that you've been thinking about doing, no. The answer is no. Yeah. We No, we don't, we don't want to see it. No, it's not fist, like filling in, you know, mysteries of our mind. You're fucking <laughs> things up. Yeah. You are fucking things up. There's no philosophy in that flute scene. Oh, fuck me, the fucking flute. Just oh. leave your legacy to Neil Blomkamp. Let him take over. Oh my god! You know what? I am fucking. I am glad that they are sending. What's her name? Emily fucking Nick Sparrow, toot my flute. I am glad that they are fucking sending her and not that fucking flute scene. Oh. All right, how fucking bad are you that you made Emily Nix's like someone bagging on the alien flute pipe? Yeah, is better than your bloody alien covenant flute pipe. Yeah. Imagine being the two aliens, like there's two different aliens. One of them finds the Voyager that's got like the gold record with like a human, like vial of human blood on it and a bunch of other shit, like which, you know, plausibly could have been sent by Jared Leto (laughs) preparing for his role for the Joker or finding moon porn. Yeah. Like people are just going to be like, oh, aliens, there's human people are fucked up. You know, know, Gary, if we just go another 240,000 kilometres that way, there's lonely women in Queensland that want to fuck us. <laughs> Woo! Space Thailand! Oh, my God. Okay. So, if you come back to somebody's house, yeah. okay, and you're like, oh, I'm just going to rummage around in this drawer to find, you know, some matches for the candles. Yeah. Would you rather find a vial of blood mm. or a stash of, like, weird sort of fetish porn? What w- What's the better option, do you think? Oh... What do they do for a job? <laughs> oh my god! Fuck it. <laughs> calm down, Jared Leto. I know you want to go full method, are, are but they, calm the fuck down. Are they? Go- a, are they a crime scene investigating cop who just wants to like tamper with the evidence, like Brendan Dassey? <laughs> or are they like someone who wants to release it into the water supply and give you everyone anthrax? Like. <laughs> Uh, oh my god! You know, when I was a kid, I was obsessed. I was obsessed with like virology, and I so wanted to become a virologist. I was obsessed with Ebola. Okay. And I was like, oh my god! Like I was convinced I wanted to go work for like Ysamred, and I'm like, I'm gonna be the one to like weaponize like Ebola. What fucking what did they put in the water at Port- Broken Hill? And oh my god, let's just say, and then of course I got you know distracted by things. Um, <laughs> But there are days, and it's like days like this, where I'm like, you know what? Maybe it was for the best because I I would have fucking wiped us out years ago. Yeah. Years ago. I can, I can picture you in charge of a cult. Oh. Like Om Supreme, you know? Oh, my God. You know what? I think the truth – okay, there are some people who've argued that kindness – in fact, as well as being like learned and conditioned, yeah, there could also be um, like some genetics involved. So some people are more predisposition towards you know kindness. Yes. So I think I would like to isolate that gene and so have my weaponized Ebola attack anyone that doesn't have the kindness gene. Yeah, and I don't want to get into Nazi eugenics or phrenology or anything mm. like that, but they have done studies that show that people with conservative outlooks on the world, mm. uh, including a lack of empathy, have smaller parts of certain sections of their brain. Yeah, yeah, 
yeah, so it makes sense to me. So, yeah, I'd, uh, you know, maybe I should get back into virology. Maybe I should. Maybe I should. For the world. For the kids. Do you, do you ever want to know what it feels like to be the shittest parent in the world? Ah, <laughs> uh, sure. Why not? Uh, okay, number one. Okay. Uh, okay, this, I'll, I'll call this one a victory. Okay. Right, these are two different parents. Okay. This is all stuff that I've come across in the last week or so. Okay. I, in a moment of terrible parenting done very right, mm. allowed my six-year-old son to watch Red Heat. Uh-huh. James Belushi, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh-huh. Classic buddy cop. Classic! Fishes, fishes out of water. It's a yeah. sturgeon and it's a salmon <laughs> together in a cop movie, right? Uh-huh. So I let my son watch that. Halfway through, Yeah. he pauses it. Yeah. Runs into his bedroom yeah. and finds the stuff that he had for a wedding years ago. Yeah. He comes out wearing jeans, uh-huh. sneakers, a white t-shirt and a suit jacket with sunglasses because he's now cosplaying Jim Belushi ah. in a 1980s buddy cop film. I thought that is fucking a pure victory. That parent doing it right. That's what I thought. Mm. I'm going to tell you the story of a guy who works in South Australia, here where we are, uh-huh. who is possibly everyone else's parenting is shit compared to his. Uh-huh. This guy was a full-time musician. Yeah. Apparently quite successful. Yeah. He was living the dream. So uh-huh. he had a lovely wife, gave birth to a beautiful daughter. Daughter developed cystic fibrosis. Oh, okay. Terrible yeah. condition which mm. limits your life. Some people die before they're even teenagers. Mm. Horrible, debilitating condition. Fluid fills your lungs. Awful. Mm. This guy, so frustrated by his inability to do anything for his daughter, yeah. hangs up his guitar, yeah. goes back to school, finishes his high school equivalency. Yeah. Gets into university. This guy's never done any academia in his life. Yeah. Does an applied science degree. Yeah. Jumps straight from that into a PhD. Yeah. On cystic fibrosis. Yeah. He is now leading the research team in Australia to cure cystic fibrosis. All, and he was a fucking muso before that. And all because his daughter developed this disease. He's like, well, I'm not going to sit around. I can't even be fucked getting my kid out of the pool when he's half drowning. This guy. <laughs> this guy. <laughs> Hang on, hang on, hang on. But I want to technically remind you, isn't that what we find is basically the plot of how Resident Evil started? Yeah, or they manipulated cancer or something, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, he was trying to do it to save his daughter who had like problems, so she had to have the injections. And that's how the T-virus started, because he was trying to save his daughter's life. Okay, but oh, well, for now, just until he opens the gates to hell, mm. great dad. Yeah, mm, mm, mm. I let my kid watch inappropriate films. Oh, there yeah. you go. And for my yet unborn children that I will one day, you know, conceive, I will unleash an ungodly <laughs> zombie Ebola plague that will destroy <laughs> the pigsty of inhumanity and filth that is the human race. And because you're from Broken Hill, everyone's going to have to wear leather jocks. and Pleather. Leather. Oh, pleather. Pineapple leather. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Being vegan in the wasteland is going to be fucking hard. <laughs> <laughs> no, because we will survive on hugs. <laughs> Fair enough. Because that's what vegans do. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> what are we even talking about this week? Oh, my Lord. I don't even know. I don't even know. Well... Oh, my Lord. You know what? Speaking of hellish wastelands. Oh, yes. That's kind of appropriate yeah. to lead us into this week's topic. <coughs> my oral thrush is back. Yes, herald us in. <laughs> Thrushy, thrush boy. Oh, my God, you can be the thrushinator. Oh, can I be thrush limbo? <laughs> Thrushzilla. <laughs> Oh, uh, now, because I, I was looking at, at, you know, what to research this week and it, it occurred to me we're often told that horror films, TV, comic books and video games and sex novels are ruining our minds. Or in my case, leading to cosplay amongst six-year-olds. <laughs> that they do nothing but chip away at our brain cells and our common sense. They make us hysterical, crazy, seeing aliens in the skies and reds under the beds. If only we could have lived in a simpler time, before the radio plays and the grand theft autos. Ah, the sweet serenity. That's a hell of a jump. 
<laughs> just imagine the sweet serenity. Just imagine the simpler, quieter times of 1687. Ah, oh, isn't that a uh, isn't that a Brian? Um... <laughs> <laughs> in the Brian summer Adams of song. 1687 <laughs> I was harvesting mud <laughs> Part of my bonded slavery <laughs> oh, In 1687 England A certain Mrs. Bootay Oh no And this is back when you were named after what you did <laughs> <laughs> Oh my lord Mrs. Booty bought a slander suit to court against one Captain Barnaby after he claimed to have seen her deceased husband being driven into the open mouth of hell. Good Lord. This week we look at Booty versus Barnaby and Booty versus Britain. Ah. Or... Hell's booty. <laughs> or I'll see your booty in hell. Or that's one hell of a booty. <laughs> or I like big booty and I cannot lie. You other brothers can't deny. When a girl walks in, you get palsy. <laughs> we'll get into that later. Uh, I can't believe you didn't go with booty and the beast. Oh, Duh. that's a good one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Law and Order Special Booty Unit <laughs> I was going to record the uh, the crappy version of it But I don't have a loot oh. <laughs> 1689 version Law and Order Oh my god, you know what? Michael Fassbender might still have one sitting around <laughs> From fucking Prometheus uh, Witch burning unit <laughs> <laughs> Technically doesn't that still exist? <laughs> I think it does The Australian Federal Police might be in charge of it Oh, my Lord. Uh, The story begins on May 12th, 1687. Captain Barnaby, who was the captain of a merchant vessel from Kent, England, went ashore to Stromboli, a small volcanic island off Italy's north coast. Oh, yeah. There are three active volcanic mouths on top of the island, and it's been in a constant state of boil, toil and eruption for a good 5,000 years or so. Hmm. Good real estate. Giving it the nickname, the Lighthouse of the Mediterranean. Righto. Despite this, greenery and life still grow around the bottom of the island. And dig this, two human settlements built upon it. I know the real estate market (laughs) is tough. Well, they didn't know about Pompeii. Oh. They didn't have the internet. Oh, At one point, thousands would call this devilish island home. Although since the 1950s, the number has slipped to a few hundred. Mm. The captain, some of his crew and the merchant passengers disembarked. Here they would spend the next three days exploring the island, trading, trading and shooting birds. So is this like a... Like a middle, what's the, what's the period? The 16... 1687. So it's like a cruise ship? <laughs> and they just pulled up there? <laughs> oh my God, shittest cruise stop <laughs> ever. <laughs> oh my Lord. No, but it was just that whole thing of like, oh, look, oh, there's somewhere we haven't been. Quick, let's show up and fucking shoot things. Oh, is that a dodo? Blam. Bam. Mmm, toasty. <laughs> Uh, quick, someone write some erotic novels about us making love to dodos. <laughs> they all killed themselves after that. Oh, no. But it was just a short stop on their journey, and three days later, on the 15th, the men readied themselves and their cargo to disembark the island. When a most peculiar sight was witnessed. Oh, what happens on a cruise? <laughs> A man went running past the captain and his crew. The man dressed in grey with a look of terror, running full sprint along the sandy beach. Mm -hmm. Captain Barnaby exclaimed, quite taken aback, quote, Lord bless me, the foremost man is Mr. Booty, my next door neighbour in London. (laughs) Mr. Booty worked as 
And there has been some confusion over time, obviously, in the last like 400 years, with some stories depict Booty as a brewer, um, while other reports listed him as a baker. So he's a hipster. He's a modern day hipster. (laughs) Oh, he totally was. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He's got a little fucking dumb hat and everything. But regardless, here he was, without warning, 2,000 miles away from his home. The captain turned to see what was chasing him when Captain Barnaby saw a black figure running faster than any earthly man. It's called a Saint Bolt. <laughs> yeah, they just haven't seen a black athlete yeah. yet. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to the future, slow white boy. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the Olympics. You're fucked, Whitey. Yeah. Don't even try a ball game. You're <sighs> fucked. The captain and the other men, with horror, watched as the black figure chased the old booty straight into the volcano's mouth. (laughs) Don't even touch it. I know what you're going to say. Don't even touch it. Look at that ass! (laughs) And at once there came screaming and noises too ungodly to describe. Okay. It's a lot of smack that is. (laughs) The sound of someone ejaculating, which old white men have never heard. (laughs) Lest it be the desk of a female mistress. Captain Barnaby exclaimed, I do not doubt, but it is old booty running into hell. (laughs) Why does this sound like green eggs and ham? (laughs) (laughs) Now, it's certainly not every day that you see such a sight. It was such an uncommon sight, in fact, that the captain insisted that the incident be recorded in the ship's logs and insisted that all those present noted it in their personal logs as well. As if you need to be told to remember that shit. (laughs) Write this down, fellas. Yeah, like, uh, we should definitely, like, note that. But, Captain, what happened to the international rule of what happens on a cruise stays on a cruise? (laughs) Oh, oh, for once, I think we need to document it, laddie. (laughs) For one day, this may be turned into a novel and shot to the moon. (laughs) These guys would never get a job for a modern-day cruise ship. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Do you want me to get the rug? And we could just sweep it under, sir. We could just sweep it under. You fake a seizure and I'll kick the body over. Board. <laughs> so just cough when it hits the water so no one hears the splash. Quickly, somebody start a Congo line! <laughs> oh. Now, almost six months later, although, and again, how do you put how do you put that in a log? You know, 12:35, shot a bird. 12:36, shot another bird. 12:40, uh, Neighbor Mr. Booty <laughs> ran into the howling mouth of hell, being chased by the devil himself. <laughs> Some fears may be too close to the volcano and carbon monoxide. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, what did you do before canaries? Oh, my lord. <laughs> uh. Now, almost six months later, Captain Barnaby's ship would return to England. Yeah. The captain's wife did inform him that, quote, my dear old booty is dead. <laughs> Bitch, you should have been faithful. Oh. You should have been faithful. Yeah, couldn't wait for him to come back. Oh, my God. That is literally, you have just spent the last six months, you know, oh. cooped up with 30 fellas. And a couple of dead ducks. Oh, oh, it's been getting cods walloped like a oh. haddock with a fish bat. Oh, no, I'm sorry, my booty is dead. <laughs> oh, that's such a way with words in these ears. Oh. Oh. So she said, my dear, oh, booty is dead. <laughs> to which the captain... You're just laughing like a man. This is not the first time you've heard that I'm in just, your life, I'm just, I'm just imagining someone with the two paddles on the defibrillator warming him <laughs> up, placing him on her butt. <laughs> Clear! <laughs> As her butt twitches. <laughs> Little fart comes out. <laughs> We've got a pulse! <laughs> it's a sign of life! Speak to me, laddie! <laughs> I cannot give her any more, Captain! I cannot give her any more! <laughs> Ass death unit. <laughs> Booty death unit. Uh. Uh, 
Matt dear old booty is dead. To which the captain replied, "Oh, hang on, I've got to practice my English accent. What is it? It's uh, what? no, that's Scottish. I always go to go Scottish. I can't help it. It's my well, default. There are, there are seafaring people. No, it's not that we're." Oh, oh, no, fuck it. We're going to stop saying, oh, hi. What's something an Englishman would say? Oh, like a cockney. Me old booty is dead. Me old booty is dead. Uh, oh, come and have a go if you think you're hard enough. <laughs> oh, me cunny's on the fritz. Oh, me dear old booty is dead. <laughs> do, 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 do. You didn't hear that in Titanic. Do, 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 do. Draw me like one of your French girls, Jack. I got a dead booty and a thrashed out cunny. Like a wizard sleeve it is. Dragging behind me like a sea snake. <laughs> oh, and I don't know what these barnacles are, but they've been growing for the last few months now. Oh, they call me the sperm whale when I rise out of bed. Oh. My cheeks breaching the covers like a large mammal. I walk into a store and they're like, oh, what is that? Has the tide gone out? Oh, Have we no. got fresh kippers in? <laughs> oh, it's just old booty. <laughs> it's just old booty. It's old booty. Oh, I, I, heard, I heard old booty was dead. <laughs> That's what I heard. Oh. <laughs> <coughs> <coughs> To which the captain replied, we all saw him run into hell. <laughs> well, we, we saw it. He got dragged up in her fishy nets, I hear. <laughs> dragged straight to the bottom. <laughs> Later, the captain's wife would recount her story to another gentleman. And this gentleman, it's probably why it's dead, <laughs> And and this gentleman promptly informed Mrs. Booty oh. of the captain's claim. Now that does sound like a sexy euphemism. Come back here in my uh, my cabin, and I'll inform Mrs. Booty of the captain's claim. Is there treasure in there? Have I found myself another bauxite mine? Do I need a candle or a canary to go first? Shall I send a small child? <laughs> to light the way. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, it, it, it might be good if you send the landing party first, <laughs> if you know what I mean. Aye, oh. aye. Bring your whalers up, home. <laughs> There's oil to be had. Lots of ombagree. <laughs> oh, my God. Pirates of the Caribbean would have been such a different film if we directed it. <laughs> oh. oh. Oh, yeah, ho, ho, ho. Just completely recasting it with all the members of the Carry On cast. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, <laughs> is that a barrel of rum in your pocket or are you just happy to dry dock? Oh, I can see his bones. Oh, better give him that medal back. Oh, he has to wear it first. <laughs> oh, Captain. <laughs> now, it's one thing to say you thought someone was a bit of a bastard. <laughs> but it is another thing entirely to claim that someone was such a bastard. You saw him being chased directly into the bowels of hell. It's a Yeah, you wouldn't say it at a funeral. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know. One of my favourite quotes of all time. There's there's a few people in this world that are mm. just so quotable, like Hunter S. Thompson talking about Richard Nixon's death. His, uh-huh. you, if you haven't read his eulogy for Richard Nixon, you have to read it. Excellent. The other one was a tweet that was put out by um, Frankie Boyle, mm-hmm. the Scottish comedian, talking about the state funeral that was being held for Margaret Thatcher okay. when she died. Obviously, Margaret Thatcher, friend of the working man. <coughs> or, <coughs> oh, uh. Yeah, especially, especially the Scots. Mm-hmm. And uh, when they announced that her, her state funeral was going to cost something like £4 million, mm. Frankie Boyle tweeted that for £4 million, you could give a shovel to every Scotsman who would personally dig a hole so deep enough they could hand her to Satan in person. <laughs> oh, now see, that's something that you should say at a funeral. Yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, it's a rather insensitive, isn't it? Mm, it's yeah. a little, it's a little in, in, in yeah. yeah. Uh, Mrs. Booty's response was. <laughs> I feel like Leslie Nielsen at this point. <laughs> what have you got to say for yourself, Mrs. Booty? Well. <laughs> Although, if the story's going to be believed, it's going to be a much more of a slapping sound. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Not much tension left in those sales anymore. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Uh, 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 <laughs> Mrs. Booty's response <laughs> was swift. <laughs> And to the point. Hey. And that she applied to the court of the land to sue the captain for slander in the amount of one thousand pounds. One thousand sixteen eighty nine pounds. Yes, which basically is the like the Johnny Depp fifty million dollar amount sort of equivalent today. And cancel culture was born. Yeah, woo! <laughs> she demanded this money as compensation for the scandal of his declaration that he had seen Mister Booty being driven into hell, and so one of the weirdest trials in the court's history. <laughs> Began. Now, we are talking about a justice system that until just before that time um, basically judged a woman's guilt on whether or not she would float. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, I like to think that this this court, like, when they went in, it just began with, There she blows! <laughs> all rise. They always do when Mrs. Booty's here. <laughs> oh, guaranteed a soft landing every time. <laughs> Oh, my God. The captain's main argument was that there was no slander. He was simply stating what he had seen. Truth is a defence to defamation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The ship's journal was produced in court by the defendant's counsel. The following passages were recorded. Friday, May 15th. Captain Barnaby, Captain Bristow, Captain Brown. <laughs> and Colonel Mustard. <laughs> Captain Brown. We found our other character. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine Mr. Mrs. Booty and Captain Brown? Oh, on the good ship lollipop. <laughs> <laughs> on the good shop. Go on. It's your birthday. <laughs> you only live to be 33 in these times. So enjoy it while it lasts. Oh, and I've got the plague. Whale oil for lube. Okay. <laughs> oh, Captain Brown, I, and a Mr. Ball. <laughs> it feels like we're just reading a chapter from the sex books that are being blasted to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Booty, Captain Brown, with Mr. Bull. Oh, he had a brother who was sort of had an unfortunate whaling accident. <laughs> oh, God, imagine the erotic fiction of the time. It's just all whalers. <laughs> oh, my God. And he said... Burn, burn like the dirty little witch you are. <laughs> now, I might be stranded at sea after me waiting party went fucking awry, but I'm going to eat you. Uh, 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 uh. No, than, literally. Rather than me crewmates. <laughs> I'll dine on your kipper slip. Oh, her vag was white and completely weevil-free. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> it was like a sun-kissed beach. Like a pure abalone. <laughs> Enter Captain Blackbeard. <laughs> Captain Brown. <laughs> and I said, ooh, I love give it a shave. <laughs> Uh, okay. Oh, sorry. All right. Captain Bristow, Captain Brown, and a Mr. Ball merchant went on to shore to shoot rabbits on Stromboli. 
and when we had done, we called our men together to us. And at about three quarters past three o'clock, we all saw two men running towards us with such swiftness that no living man could run half so fast. When all of us heard Captain Barnaby say, Lord bless us, the foremost is old Booty, my next door (laughs) neighbour. But he said he did not know the other who ran behind him. He was in black clothes and the foremost was in grey. Then Captain Barnaby desired all of us to take on account of the time and pen it in our pocketbooks. (laughs) And when we got on board, we wrote it into our journals. For we saw them run into the flames of fire and there was a great noise which greatly affrighted us all. (laughs) For we none of us ever saw or heard the like before. Captain Barnaby said... He was certain it was old booty which he saw running over Stromboli and into the flames of hell. This is so typical of the British attitude to continental Europe. (laughs) Oh, it's made me booty all runny. Oh, Oh, straight into the bowels of hell. Damn you, hummus. These people who who go to a volcanic paradise Uh in northern Italy, Uh beautiful rich soils and Mm -hmm. rabbits and fruits Mm -hmm. and all sorts of stuff. Oh, this is the gates of hell, this is. Can't even get any chips. (laughs) What's this? Pasta? Red wine? What? Oh, veal? Oh, oh. where's the mutton? <laughs> Bloody souvlaka. What? That's that's not a cup of beans. <laughs> These are the people that go to Spain and order fish and chips. Oh, Lord. No runny botty for me. <laughs> I saw two men frolicking on the beach in ways unnatural. <laughs> this is truly the gates of hell and, uh-huh. and not an island paradise where one can explore suppressed emo- emotions and desires. <laughs> oh, my Lord. It's not gay if you're thinking of the queen. <laughs> or the king. <laughs> for duty, for honour. Yeah. <laughs> uh. This journal had been written by a Mr. Spinks. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Mr. Spanks. And he was asked in court if he had known Mr. Booty. <laughs> Is that a euphemism? He's a fucking sailor! Of course he knew Mr. Booty! Their fucking uh, oceans were built on people getting to know Mr. Booty. Six months! They spent six months at sea! It's like asking someone if they're a friend of Dorothy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. But are you? Nudge, nudge. Wink, wink. (laughs) No, No, Mr. Booty. We just don't take women on our ships because we don't like the idea of conversation. Next thing you know, they'll be putting up curtains. (laughs) Give me sea shanties and mutton and... Unabashed homosexuality. Oh, I don't want women on my ship. How <laughs> gay is that? <laughs> I was thinking of the king the whole time. Oh, it's not gay. It's not gay. It was a picture of the king. <laughs> <sighs> so he was asked in court if he had known Mr. Booty. His response, I never saw him till he ran by me on the burning mountains. Fair enough. That no. made Lord of the Rings interesting. <laughs> oh my god, it really would. For Frodo. Uh. <laughs> oh my god, I cannot carry the ring, <laughs> but I can carry your booty. <laughs> Destroy it! <laughs> Destroy it, Mr. Frodo! <laughs> We wants it. <laughs> oh, my precious. If we do any more fucking Andy Circus impersonations, this podcast is going to get sent to the moon with that fucking book. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. Oh, my Lord. None of the some 30 men who read their journeys aloud for the court said they had not known Mr. Booty prior <laughs> To the incident. 
<laughs> I like to think they all held hands for me. <laughs> Uh, and like can I say there's nothing there is nothing wrong with knowing Mr. Booty. Be oh. loud, be proud. I encourage it. Absolutely. Nothing wrong with getting to know Mr. Booty now and then. You don't know till you try. Exactly. You know, give it a whirl. See how it fits. Yeah. You know, throw it around. Yeah. Part the seas. And if you're a bit worried about whether or not God's watching, it's not a fucking desk in Parliament House. <laughs> is it? <laughs> oh, those who were with Booty at the time of his passing were asked what colour were the clothes old Booty had been wearing at the time of his death. The answer, grey. He was wearing grey clothes, just as he was seen on the beaches of Stromboli. It's 1600s. Every bit of clothing was grey. Yeah. <laughs> Occasionally stuff had started out with white, but it, when it's filthy in like booty and sweat, everything becomes grey. Yeah, early industrial London, they're burning coal in every fucking fireplace. Yeah, every time you turn a wash, it yeah. goes grey. The streets are filled with steaming piles of horse shit. Literally, yeah. the Thames is clogged with horse shit. Yeah, and everything, dead horses. Everything is grey. And dead booty. Yeah. <laughs> So like, oh, the, his clothes were grey, really? Like everybody else in the courtroom. But yeah. we, we digress. <laughs> uh, now, just as he was um, seen on the beaches of Stromboli, the, the people who were there when Booty died were asked to confirm the time of his death. And the time was two minutes... Before he had been seen on the beach. Whoa. Two minutes. Two minutes. That's not bad. He's covered some distance. Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, the judge said, Lord, have mercy on me and grant I may never see what you have seen. One, two or three men may be mistaken, but 30 never can be mistaken. And with that, the widow lost her case. I love it. 30 men can't possibly lie. Oh, no. 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 You are one or two, maybe. Yeah, no. Maybe. No, but you're, you're suggesting some kind of organised uh, hegemony based on gender. Yeah. Like, oh. Like some kind of patriarchy. Oh, yeah. Next you'd be saying there's some kind of, like, women are at disadvantage. <laughs> well, you know, I can't obviously say that to her because she's not allowed in the courtroom. But, you know, somebody <laughs> tell her later. Yeah. We, we couldn't even award her even if she'd won because she wasn't allowed to own property. Yeah, because her husband's dead. Which, <laughs> what's the point of her, really? <laughs> and her booty's dead, so no. we're not finding another husband. That was the only thing. Thing she had going for her. Nobody um, wants a wife with a dead booty. Oh, it is England. <laughs> <laughs> David Cameron fucked a pig. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, but she lost her case and in more ways than one. The court case did little but draw people's attention to the fact that people had seen her husband being chased into hell. <laughs> now everyone was talking about it, <clears throat> writing about it, and even publishing poems about oh. it. In works such as Old Booty, A Serio Comic Sailor's Tale. <laughs> okay. 40 pages. 40 pages they got out of that. With pictures okay. of him getting a red-hot poker. <laughs> In the booty. Right right up the docking port. <laughs> oh, into the port of Tortuga. Oh, right up the arbour. Right <laughs> up the arbour. Oh. Out of love it, laddie. <laughs> None of these poems or pictures were ever complimentary Aww. and they all stuck the boot into old booty oh no poor guy <laughs> what did he do to get chased into hell that's what i want to know well <laughs> 
See, that was the other thing. Along with the stories and the poems and the things that were written and then stories that circulated. But basically, again, it's one of those things that sort of like increased and increased. And basically, as it sort of went on, he was basically being described as like the meanest, cheapest, like most cold hearted bastard ever. Like there's even in like the poem, there's basically this, you know, there's like he is like jerking off into like food and then throwing it into the bin while like homeless children like stand there and cry. Like, that's kind of how he ends up in the poetry. Wow, so he's going to end up working for the Australian Liberal Party. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Um, according, to, according to poetry, bit of a prick. Imagine writing that poem and just thinking, yeah. <laughs> it doesn't have enough jerking off into food in it. <laughs> Yeah, let's let's get into it. But like while the like the homeless children cry. Yeah. yeah so it's, it sounds like erotic fiction for elite British boys schools. Well maybe we should shoot it to the moon. We <laughs> Soggy sayos to the moon. Ah, oh my god, there's your next band name. Yeah. Soggy sayos to the moon. Yeah. Just just fire everyone who ever went to Eton mm. at the moon. Mm. Eventually there'll be a pile enough big of them. Yeah. That didn't make sense. Now, speaking of the booty on trial. That's a, that's a porn name. <laughs> booty on trial. Oh my god. Oh my god. This week on Judge Judy. Booty on trial. Don't piss in my booty and tell me it's raining. <laughs> Oh my god. She says he stole her diamond ring. He says that booty is dead. <laughs> but let's jump across the shores to the good old US of A. In 1641, Massachusetts, mm-hmm. laws of the land were based on the Ten Commandments of the Bible. Not much has changed. Laws were a little bit different back then. Mm-hmm. And adultery was an offence punishable by death. I'm guessing not too many men were executed under this law. Actually, I kind of, I can see the advantages. Yeah. I don't say that unreasonable. Yeah. Know. What if you're dealing with a dead booty, though? You know, you know it's, it's to love, cherish, honour and obey through sickness, health and dead booty. <laughs> yeah, don't get married if you're not prepared to make that commitment. Damn straight. Enter our story's heroes, Mary Latham and James Britton, or Mazza and Jazza. That'll do. Because we're Australian. Yeah. Mazza was 18, or really fucking old, by 1600 (laughs) standards. Her booty was starting to droop. (laughs) She fell in love with a boy her own age. That's not right. Who promptly set about breaking her heart. That sounds about right. In her sorrow and sadness, Mazza was convinced to marry a dirty old man three times her age. That's more appropriate for the era, yep. A heartbroken 18-year-old and a near-death 54-year-old husband. Because again, 1600. I didn't even know anyone had made it to 54. Like, he had to be the oldest fucking person alive. Yeah, absolutely. In the 1600s. Um... Now, so a heartbroken 18-year-old, a near-death 54-year-old, they were to have, would you believe, uh, not a happy marriage. Oh, really? And he was described as, quote, having had neither honesty or ability. Right. Well, he has lived a long life. I mean, imagine the changes he's seen in that time. Oh. The technological changes. He would have started out out seeing people riding with a feather. Yeah. By the time he was that age, they were riding with a feather. Yeah. And like, you know, fire being invented. (laughs) You know? Like, oh my God, not throwing rocks at the moon. (laughs) And the extermination of most of the Native American people. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, And a little skirmish with the British and the French. (laughs) Yeah. Not quite, it's 100 years prior. But <laughs> now, it is a surprise to no one, it's not a happy marriage. And Mazza sought manly comfort ah. outside of her marriage. Right. 
into Jazza. Ah, oh, good old Jazza's back. Jazza with a 30-year-old professor fresh off the boat from England. Hey. And he was ready to meet and greet the locals. Oh, he was knowledgeable and had a thick resume. Woo-woo! One day at a party organised by one of the townsfolk, when Mazza and Jazza, having had a lot to drink, snuck away from the party to commit a felony against God. Ooh. Having a shag. Oh, he shouldn't have given people penises. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. If you weren't supposed to stick them in booty. Yeah. Like, you know. Afterwards, Mazza was struck with a palsy. Oh, <laughs> aka chlamydia. Which led to him being struck with a much more deadly case of the conscience. (laughs) Believing that his palsy was a punishment by God, Jazza, idiot, immediately began confessing he and Maz's sin to anyone who would listen. Good. Did he just give her syphilis? Like, what's the deal? No, I mean, it's like... Or did he fuck her so good she had a stroke? No, he she got he got the palsy. Oh right, he got palsy. But the thing so is, so she fucked him so good he had a stroke. <laughs> well, see, not necessarily. Like even today, like you can, um, people can just be like, you know, you you go to bed fine and you wake up and you've got palsy. Like half of your face is like frozen. Yeah. Um, it could be um, it could be from a variety of reasons. Um, yeah, it it could even be a, a viral infection. Yeah. It could be from chickenpox, mumps, and it's pre-science, so you've got ghosts in your blood. Exactly. Yeah. You know, it's because you fucked Mazza at the party. God is mad at you. Ooh, both Mazza and Jazza were arrested the next day. Initially, Mazza fought the charges laid against her saying that Jazza had indeed attempted to have sex with her, but he did not succeed in his attempts. Right. He was fucking my petticoat, Your Honour. Ah, <laughs> uh, the old trick I learned in London. <laughs> in Whitechapel, me lad. If you just press your thighs together, they'll never know. An eyewitness came forward, however, and claimed to have seen them having sex. And so Mazza confessed. Uh-huh. And I'm sure totally willingly wasn't coerced in any way, shape or form <laughs> by, you know, the church and fire. But the accusations did not stop there. The accusations grew and grew. They were now accusing Mazza of abusing her husband by calling him names and threatening to make him wear horns about the town like the old goat that he was. <laughs> I know, that's, uh, that's, like, kind of, that's kind of an awesome that's like, that's like That's a socially acceptable form of revenge porn. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, you know, you know, some men are into that. Like, yeah. they, you know, like, they want to be dominated by a lady. And you know what? If a man wants a woman... To, you know, degrade him by putting on horns and marching him through the town like the old goat that he is. And if they're both consenting, then good to them. Yeah. You know? Problem is, if you're going to teach her a safe word, you've got to teach her how to read. Oh! Oh. Kind of that. Oh, my Lord! It's like a deal with Satan! Are you the devil? (laughs) Oh, my God. Better burn her just to be sure. Oh! 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 (laughs) Now, the magistrate announced that he did not believe there was enough evidence to convict Mazza. Okay. In other words, he was stupid Mazza. That's my... I'm just just putting that theory out. Or he's like the only guy in town who hadn't been hitting her and was like, oh my God, why did nobody (laughs) tell me this was a thing that we could like, you know, uh -uh, lay dock with Mazza? Oh my Lord. So he said there was not enough evidence, but the jury would have none of it. Fucking juries. And found both Mazza and Jazza guilty. Perhaps deciding to die as large as she lived, Mazza confessed to in fact 
to have been having sex with 12 of the men in the village. Nice. Five of whom were also married. Turn your key. Go nuclear. Turn your key, madam. Fucking scorched earth, motherfucker. That's the grenade vest. Pin out. Oh, my Lord. Officials scrambled, but they only managed to arrest five of Maz's accused lovers as the other seven all fled town before they could be arrested. (laughs) They've all got their bug out bag ready. (laughs) Just in case. As soon as they heard, I'm sorry, who's been arrested? For what? I've just got to go to Illinois for a week, honey. Um, yeah, totally, totally. I just, I just, I just had this, you know, work. Oh, this really important meeting. Um, I'll be back. Oh, like, and if you like, if you just woke up and you're like, you're, you're like, hubby had just fucked off during this, you'd be like, uh huh, yep. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, just a coincidence that I left on that day. <laughs> Don't need Jerry Springer in this time. <sighs> but it was then decided that as Mazza was now a convicted felon, mm-hmm. she could not give evidence and all charges against the 12 men were dropped. Fucking patriarchy strikes again. That is bullshit. Yeah. Oh my god! It's just like the whole if you've ever if you've ever bloody you know been to prison, you can never vote again. Fuck you, black population. Yeah, America's uh, they, they, what? What's the thing I read the other day? They're, they're such a failed state now. The only two things they can deliver with any success are wars mm. and policing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's got its roots back then. Uh, Mazza, it seems, was penitent. Was penit penit. Penitent. 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 Yes. Penitent. Only the penitent man shall pass. Penitent man. Penitent. Duck! Penitent man. Penitent. 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 Someone remix that. Turn that into a song. <laughs> and our new listeners, who have we got? We've got um, the Brown Earl. Hey! Which very much sounds like it involves glass coffee tables. Oh my god, was he there with Mr. Ball and <laughs> Mrs. Booty? <laughs> and Laluna Lemon. Woo-woo! Shout out to those guys. Woo-woo! Oh my god. <sighs> she was petted, petted. <laughs> and hoped that her sins may be forgiven. By God. Oh, you barked up the wrong tree, lady. By her death. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. He literally don't give a shit. Nope. Jazza, on the other hand. He killed his own kid. What are you fucking trying to do? (laughs) Although, come on. Oh, my God. I've met a lot of teenagers where I could totally understand. Yeah. Being like, fucking crucify him. I don't just. just, (laughs) I'm done. Yeah, just done. Oh, my God. Jazza, on the other hand, had had another change of heart. Oh, yeah. And no longer consumed by guilt, petitioned the court for his sentence to be waived. What a cockwaffle! Drops her in it. <laughs> is getting her hanged as now. Oh, I'm the victim. I got the palsy. Remember? <laughs> Again, this is Australian politics. His request. And I'll, I'll do the thing. Was denied. Oh! Suck it! <laughs> Suck it, motherfucker! There you go. That's what you get for dropping your bitch in it. <laughs> you know, what happens between a man, a woman, and a video recorder should not go onto the internet. Or in those days, someone with a pen made from a feather. <laughs> Sketching furiously. <laughs> And so, on Tuesday the 21st of March, 1643, Mary Latham and James Britton became the first and only couple to be hanged for adultery in America. I can imagine as soon as that happened, anyone who could affect the law is like, I'm fucking heaps of different people. <laughs> yeah, uh, Let's maybe do something about this. Maybe, you know, maybe, maybe we could just revise this one. <laughs> but oh my God, can you imagine though, nobody who was married wanted to be the first one to bring that up? Because you imagine 
if you're the one who brought up, like, maybe we should look at this, like, you know, a death penalty for adultery. Oh, really now? Really now, should we? Is there something that you're trying to say? Is something you're trying to tell me? <laughs> no, but uh, your sister's coming to visit again. Um... I think we'll leave that law exactly where it is. <laughs> Watching you. <laughs> Don't look at me like that. Only the better than a manager was. Oh, May's last words were aimed at the young maids in the crowd. Words that we could live by today. Yeah. Her last words were simply, take heed of evil company. Oh, that's our catchphrase. (laughs) (laughs) As you're about to be Michael Hutchins out of this world. Oh my god! Do you think? Do you think she was like, uh, you know, would it be weird if I just sort of tweak her nipples while we do this, <laughs> and they're just sort of jolting about, and he's like reaching a hand over? <laughs> Can you like loop the rope between my legs so I kind of <laughs> land on that too? Yeah, like this, you know, just just, just, <laughs> just time this right. I'll come and die at the same time. It'll be perfect. Yeah, if you could maybe just tie my legs up behind my back, you know, maybe maybe you've got a ball you could maybe put in my mouth, you know, just you wouldn't want my tongue to like fall out. That would be like weird. Um, she drops and starts quivering. They're like, "Oh no, we didn't kill her." They're like, "No, her legs are just jelly. It's okay." <laughs> oh my god! Quick, somebody see if that booty is still alive. <laughs> She's fuck stoned. What, we got to stone her now? God damn it. (laughs) Oh, my God. And so thus ends our stories and the perils of chasing booty into hell. (laughs) Hell's booty does sound like half of the shitty hot sauces I've been trying lately. Ah, Oh, my God. I can't believe you're not going to call your hot sauce Hell's Booty. Well, I still can if I do one for us. Yeah. Or Booty's Hell. Oh. Uh. Yeah. 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 Trial by Booty. Oh. Oh, my God. You you should get a hot sauce and you should just call it the breath of life. (laughs) Just into someone's asshole. (laughs) This booty be alive. Oh, yeah. yeah. We, we could do a whole episode on hot sauce culture. They are fucking weird people. Well, I've got one like sitting opposite me. So <laughs> sure. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, do you think you've learned every, anything from today's episode? Uh, well, British people don't recognize a volcanic island paradise or black athletes when they see one. Hmm, so, pretty much the same as today. Pretty not, much the same not as Not much today. has changed. Yeah. 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 So there'll just be some UKIP idiot on the train yelling about West Indians taking his job. And then we'd all get to cheer at the wonderful video when he gets flattened by three black teenagers walking off the train. Oh. Much to the applause of all the people who witnessed this hate happen for 20 minutes. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. Oh, good times. Good times. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, just be careful where you chase the booty. Exactly. And uh, take heed of evil company. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, just, uh, just re- you know, and for everyone out there, you know, if you are going to be strung up for it, so just remember, any love affair could be your last love affair. So just remember, <laughs> real Mothman eat the carpet. Oh, you shoehorn that one in there. <laughs> I was fucking getting it in there <laughs> like an anchor in a booty. <laughs> Oh, if we ever get merch, we're going to have to have like someone like Florence Nightingale with a lamp just sitting there with legs akimbo, luring a mothman towards her. <laughs> oh, this is why you're not allowed to design the merch. No, exactly. Yeah. But thanks for tuning in once again and downloading us or whatever it is that you actually do. And uh, Yeah, I, I, I like Take Heed of Evil Company. I'm going to keep that one from now on. I'm going to press stop now. Okay. Oh God, that that's that's what Mrs. Booty said. <laughs> it's dead. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>